It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Super crosstalk time. Sedano's here. Cappy's here. The whole gang. So, uh, hey, Amaze, did you see in the uh, live chat on YouTube that Francisco Alvarado, his coach, is going to be late for practice today? Yeah. Yeah. Fine. Need someone to fill in. Hey, better. Swing better. <laughs> Honest to God. Better, 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 better. Swing better. See, the first day I wear a collared shirt in six months, and this so is what Mace, I have to do. I'm looking at it now. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. You definitely, you definitely have coach vibes. There's no <laughs> doubt. No. Yeah. Mom, it's a shirt hat combo. Yeah, you got coach vibes. Yeah. I mean, Nothing it's fine. Look, that. when young Mateo starts T-ball in January. I can um, coach. We could we could have Uncle Mace come by and uh, you get a but, you get a buttermaker come in and be the manager. Honestly, I like it, Mace. Thank you, man. I I can always count on Cappy. I want yeah. to ask you something, Cappy, because yeah. this came up for some reason. There's a string in the mafia that where they're describing me as a narcissist. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Which oh, I dis I I I slightly disagree with that. Can okay. I tell you why? Yeah. Because you're actually like a kind soul, and I would say most narcissists are not like nice to other people. Right. right. They don't, or just don't care about other people. A true narcissist has no empathy for other people. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, and that, you're not that. I don't, and I don't think Cappy's that either. He's a narcissist. You're a narcissist, Cappy, but not, I am? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait a second. Are no, you sure? No, he's not. No, he's not. Sure, he is. Now, Mace, you're, no, you're striking a chord here. I'm going to tell you why. Just okay. like how you're very upset about being, you know, the Little League coach with your moves. Yep. So my ex-wife, <laughs> Thank you. my ex-wife calls me a narcissist all the time, mm-hmm. and I'm like, so I, I literally, no joke, I went to my therapist, and I, and this is a while back, I haven't seen him in a really long time, and I said to him, um, hey, she tells me I'm a narcissist, dude. I had to look that up, and I don't <laughs> think- you, you weren't happy once you looked it up? Yeah, I was like, I don't think that's me. Do you think but I'm a narcissist? But there are elements of this. So- no, no, the difference is, I would say Mace- and I don't know. I don't know if I'd put Cappy in this category, but Mace, with you, what I would say is you're a little self-absorbed, which is not, which is basically what most people think a narcissist is. Except you had it right, where a narcissist does not care about other people's feelings. Feelings, a, exactly. Someone who's self-absorbed, like cares about their own interests, but it's not at the expense of others. Yeah, it's it's defined as an inflated sense of importance. Cappy, do mm. you think you have that? Not really. A deep need for excessive attention and admiration. Well, you have that. Yeah, both you guys have that. And then a lack of empathy for others. So no, you don't have that. No, I think I'm a thirty no, percent you're, narcissist. You're not. You're not guilty of that. You're a sixty-six percent narcissist. What Who did is? your uh, What did Mace. your shrink say? Okay. Said uh, I'm not. What did oh, yours okay. say, Mace? Shrink says you're not a narcissist. Ab- says absolutely one thousand percent not when a narcissist. You care about other people. You're nice to other people. He is nice. You're to a other kind people. person. A, a narcissist is not a kind person. So good for you, Cappy. I don't think either one of us are. And it if sounds like I'm thirty percent. Your sixty percent is what apparently. John Ireland scored it. Apparently, yep. yeah. By the way, I'm having 
the, in, New York is one of these places where you can get certain stuff and it just tastes completely different, like in a good way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had, uh, I just had a sandwich uh, that I bought at like some fancy sandwich shop down the street. Mm-hmm. And I decided for dessert, I'm going to, they have like a blackberry New York, New York cheesecake. Mm-hmm. And I had, I haven't had cheesecake in a really long time. Mm. This is the most delicious cheesecake mm. I have had <laughs> is, ever. Is it one of those really tall cheesecakes like they have in New York? Big, no, not super oversized. tall, like normal size, normal yeah. size. But it is on. It, it's not like overly cheesy. It's just like, man, it is really good. Holy uh, moly! Let me tell place. you something. Coconut cake, Brooklyn Diner, lights out. Oh, it's over. oh, Mace. Yeah? I oh. love the Brooklyn Diner. Yeah, sixty seven and seventh. Yeah, you ever notice that? Um, that the building that you and I used to work in in New York City is the same address as... Hooters. Uh, well, no, not just that. But isn't it also the same address? Is like if you go behind LA Live where the yard house is, there's the address right there. Isn't it the same numbers? Have you ever noticed that? What do you mean the same numbers? The same, like, what was the number address? of the building? Yeah, the same number in, in New York that we worked at, the building. I don't know. I just know 57. Wasn't it 888? It was the 888 building, right? Oh, it was 888. Okay, so now if you just walk out of LA Live, out of our offices, and you turn to the right and you go towards the yard house, look on the corner. That's where the number of the building is, 888. No, but that building you're in is 800 West Olympic Boulevard. Well, don't, Not don't spoil the whole Why thing. Why are you hurting my numerology? Yeah, yeah. don't spoil yeah. the whole thing for Cap. Yeah. He was so excited about I the was excited. I, I was excited about a lot of things, numerology perspective You know, today. Did you guys see Aaron Judge's 61st home run? Yeah. Which happened 61 years ago in 1961. Yep. Took yeah. Cappy's thought. There's a whole lot of numerology going yeah, on. Yeah, there's a lot of it. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Is that what you were going to say? Pretty much. Yeah, I um, yeah, was, yeah. Are you ready? Yeah! yeah! We're going to lose again? Yeah! We're going to lose again? Yeah. We want to shot the Yankees, don't we? Yeah. yeah. Well, let's play like we want it. Yeah. Come on. When I say win, you say again. Win again. Win again. Win again. Hey, did you guys have a conversation today? Because I saw this on Twitter. Did mm-hmm. you guys have a conversation about who's going to get fired first? Yes. Uh, they did a sleep. Oh, fired first? No, fired first. Oh, no, so no, 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 no. I know no. John fired Sleewa the other day. No, no, no. But. So right. we're yeah. stream now. We're streaming everything on YouTube, oh, and John yeah. thinks one of us will get fired for something we say or do on YouTube. And I'm like, I don't think we're gonna fire something we do or say on YouTube. I mean, you could still get fired for anything you say on the radio. People have the on podcast. The ra- yeah, I'm more worried about the radio than. I'm well, about we haven't been fired yet for that. Yeah, right. I'm but just saying that. We're, well, we we Mason and I relax during the commercials and we talk about everything but i think that but then we go away they turn off the youtube they yeah, do turn it off don't trust yeah. it yeah oh, i understand why leave it on accidentally yeah, yeah. don't trust it I'll i understand tell you, i don't blame you Ireland. if I gotta you be heard what we said during the commercial breaks yeah. yeah it's the best show it is and we'd be fired and we, and we would absolutely be fired without question yeah, we would not survive it without question so earlier today uh we were talking about uh the uh, do I bring that up with you? Yeah, let's do this. So did you hear uh, Travis Rogers with Sean oh, yeah. McVay today? So I, it was so funny. I was, um, I had just, I was walking somewhere, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna listen to the station. So I put my AirPods on, and I tuned in right as this was happening. It was incredible radio. That's so funny because I tuned in probably at around twelve and change when they were recapping what happened, and I missed what happened. Okay, so here is what happened. Coach McVeigh joining us here on the Travis and Slewa show. And Sean, obviously, you know, there are game time decisions that need to be made. Well, so maybe this is, this is something that you have yeah, to do. Yeah, you're, you're playing those. We're not going to listen to the Red entire Manhattan clam chowder sort of day, uh, or is it a creamy New England clam chowder sort of day? I have no idea what that means. <laughs> I'm asking you about your soup commercials. Oh, uh, you know what? It's uh, the Campbell's kind of day. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless of what it is? 
Oh, let it go. For exactly. No. Uh, just Are, walk away. Let me go back to yeah. football here very quickly. Uh, walk away, Trav. When it's not going well, just walk away. No, that's incredible. I love train wreck radio. Me because too. it's happened yep. to me. It's happened to you. It's all happened to all of us. It's funny. Like, no, just good. Travis, go. Do what I, you were doing. I say the same. I mean, just, I, I think the awkward stuff, the weird stuff is the stuff people remember. Mm-hmm. I have I, no idea what that means. Exactly. Oh, so good. Thanks, Coach. Yeah. I, I didn't, when he asked it, I didn't know what it meant. Yeah. Is it a New England clam chowder day or a Manhattan clam chowder? What does that mean? It's a very complicated question. Yeah, like, but but what is a New England clam chowder kind of day compared to a Manhattan? What's a? I mean, one's red, one's white, right? I'm, Isn't one also thick and creamy, and the other one is a lot? New England is thick and creamy. Red right. is. I, see, I like the red. Tell us, coach. <laughs> oh, hell, Laura! Oh, yeah. Hell, hell. <laughs> <laughs> Mason, Mason's storming out like, I the, love you, like he just I got in an to. argument with the umpire. <laughs> <laughs> Mason's gonna Mason's gonna do, throw dirt on uh, Laura like Billy Martin used to do back Boy, in the day. I'll tell you what, Laura, you Weaver. think you know somebody, Look at and him. then all of a sudden Laura you, just piles on. You know? I know, and you gave her those tickets. Oh yeah, she oh, went to the Rams. How about she forgets. boys? How about what is that? No, that's not the first time you were at SoFi, right? You've been there before. No, I have. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. It is It is incredible. It's incredible. Uh, all right. So, uh, guys, one of the things that we talked about today uh, that I wanted to bring up with you, and when I say that, it means I'm looking for something, by the right, way. Right, right. Okay. Uh, right. And I want to yeah. save that because I know you don't want to talk about that. Um, let's, uh, let's do this. Would what? you have given the ball back last night, or would you have kept the ball? Oh, uh, Matt Bushman? The, yeah. Uh, well, I, I, I'm well, sure he gave a, it back, right? In an right? official baseball capacity, he kind of has to give it he back. He has to give it back. Yeah, it, you, know who he, you know who he is, right? You know, do you remember a, a woman who used to work at ESPN on SportsCenter, Sarah Walsh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She works at Fox Sports now. That's her husband. Okay. Yeah. You didn't know that? Yeah. Yeah, we I knew that, that from earlier. But, yeah. So we were trying to figure out, could you, <laughs> if you were there working, like mm-hmm. all of us when word games mostly are working. Yeah. If you didn't pay to get in, if you're there on a credential or you're there working for one of the, the teams, do you even have a right to keep it? No. I'm with you. Right. If you're there in an official capacity, no. If you're there as a fan, and supposedly there's some guy with a $3 million check walking around there waiting to buy that baseball, don't you sell it? Well, first of all, the guy who was in the Blue Jays uniform that mm-hmm. had his glove – that reached over oh the, 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 so the rail. Okay. So bro, you, so, all right. bro, you got to make that little, play. I've, I've gone down the rabbit hole on that guy, Cap. Yeah. All right. His, Is this the guy that threw his glove at some guy? No. His name, he's a restaurant owner in Toronto okay. named Tony Lasagna. Uh-uh. No. I swear no to God. I, look it up. Please tell me it's an Italian Google. restaurant, of course. No. that That's the bit. He doesn't serve lasagna at his restaurant <laughs> if your last name is tony lasagna number one i think you probably made it up it, it's like to go with your you your... mean like dallas reigns on abc7 yeah uh okay. real name yeah no way oh yeah he was born dallas reigns zero johnny chance. mountain no no johnny mountain was made up dallas reigns absolutely born dallas reigns uh, but this guy lasagna who got his glove on the ball but didn't catch it mm-hmm. old lasagna is a restaurant owner <laughs> Who doesn't serve? La- How can you own a restaurant and your name is Tony Lasagna and you don't serve lasagna in your restaurant? Right. I mean, it should be like Tony's famous lasagna. That should be. What's the name of his restaurant? Do you know? I don't. 
But I, these guys were talking about it. I'm like, well, wait, that's not right. You have to be able to serve lasagna if your name. And by the way, like if your name is Johnny Meatball, you got to be at a, like an Italian <laughs> place, right? Yeah, yeah, no question. I, I, it just seems to me that uh, Tony Lasagna could have been really famous and it could have had a lot of people go to his restaurant. Oh, my God. You could have, look, Tony Lasagna is the type of place that franchises out and, like, challenges Right. Uh, Every Olive town's Garden. got a yeah. Tony Lasagna. Yeah. So, so right. whatever Absolutely. restaurant this guy has, he should put lasagna on the menu tomorrow. Yeah. I don't get that. That's terrible business. Well, this guy also can't catch. I mean, that ball mm-hmm. that Aaron Judge hit, rather than it being sky high and having like six or seven seconds of hang time where you could get under it and make a play, he saw that laser coming at him and he panicked and he didn't make the grab when he should have. I mean, just Dude. you got to make that play. You guys Brutal. ever caught a foul ball? Never. No, it's never, never. I've never had anyone even near me. Never. Actually, I shouldn't say that. I had, there was a, I was, um, randomly we were at a White Sox game in, in Chicago one year and uh, this was like maybe like, 13, 14 years ago, and we, you know, day games. We got, like, great seats. We got, like, behind home play for, like, 50 bucks or something. Mm-hmm. Um, they were playing like, the Twins or something. And a ball got hit. We were, like, kind of, you know, we're pre, um, you know, the netting changing. Yeah, right. The netting was literally only for, like, I don't know, what, 10 rows, yep. basically, behind home play. Yep. So we were probably just outside that, and the ball came screaming past us and hit a kid on the hand uh, close to us. That's about as close as I've gotten, but nothing else. So uh, I've, I've gotten four of them. No way. No way. Really? Can you believe you that? Wait, I have a question. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, barehanded? Two, okay, so two of them were barehanded. Uh, one, I was and, and got so lucky. I was, and this is a great seat, by the way, for foul balls. I was second deck next to the press box, just up to the left. So anybody that's right-handed fouls it off, and it right like yeah. three people in front of me got their hands on a ball, mm-hmm. and so they took the blow, and then the ball bounced off their hands, landed right in my lap. I didn't even have to wow. move my hand. So that was number one. Number two, I'm doing a live shot in the third base photo well at Dodger Stadium, and some guy hits a slow roller down the line while I'm on the air. No way. And it bounces right in front of me. I go, Good hey, Lord. look. I got a ball. Wow. And I gave it to a little kid. Yeah. And then the other two, I, Louis Tiant, remember the old Red yeah. Sox? Yeah, of course. Red Sox. Yeah. yeah. I'm, at a, I'm at a game. I'm standing behind the Red Sox dugout, and I go, Cuban. I go, hey, Louis, how about a ball? And he has a ball in his glove. He just takes it out and, ch- and tosses it to me. That's amazing. You know, oh, the other one. And then the uh, the fourth one was I was, uh, in an, I was in the left field pavilion, and um, we were given the the bullpen guys a hard time mm-hmm. and i said hey throw me that ball that one that's right under the chair right there and the and the guy goes this one he goes yeah and he wouldn't give it to me and then he felt bad after a couple of minutes and the next thing i know an usher walked up to me and handed me the ball wow he goes he felt bad he wants you have it wow. so he gave it to me what a sweet so i've had four of them i kind of want no part of one when i'm in the game what are you talking about? I don't want any part of. They allow you let, to keep them. Don't you hear some, the announcement? Let some other. The Dodgers are happy to help you keep any ball hit into yeah. the stands let during the game. Let some other Bobo <laughs> get his hand broke trying to catch a line drive. It's not going to be me. You don't Dude, bring your glove, I, Mason. I do not I'm bring telling my you, the, the kid next to me, like his hand was broken. It was a screaming was like it? foul ball right back when I was at that game in Chicago. Like. It, he, there's no his wrist blew up like, it, like the size of like uh, his knee basically it was insane. So I was at a AAA game in uh, let's see in Toledo I think and I was I had my chin resting. Remember how they used to have box seats like those metal bars that sort yeah. of. So I had my chin resting on one of those metal bars watching the game. 
was le leaned over and I was in a comfortable position. All of a sudden, line drive, bam. And it was like one of those Taco Bell ads where you hear that ding. It yeah. Hit the, it hit the bar. It hit the bar. Did not hit my face, but scared the living hell out of me. And so now you're anti-foul ball. I'm like, yeah. I, I don't want any part of that. Were you guys ever sit right behind home plate with the fence? And when mm -hmm. they they hit oh, a ball yeah. back to you, oh, it man. looks like it's going to hit you right in the face and oh, you man. flinch. Yeah, yeah. It, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, but so you may that surprise me because you worked in baseball. You've yes. never had a foul ball. No, no. I used to, you know, when I, I was very lucky because I got to take batting practice and I got to take infield practice. I got to do all that stuff while I was uh, working as a traveling secretary. Uh, but yeah, I want no part of foul balls now. Yeah. Mace, how are you doing in the fantasy league? Are we tattooing or what? what is Three and oh. Oh, wow. Yeah, All right, so we it. made a trade. Tell us what you guys think. Who got the better end of this trade? Okay, did you and Mason made yeah, a trade? Yeah, we made a trade. Made a trade. Okay. I did it yesterday. Okay, don't tell us who did what. Okay. Tell us the trade. It's Alan Lazard straight up for Josh Jacobs. Who gets the better end of that deal? <sighs> who got Alan Lazard? We're not going to tell, tell you. tell you. Who got like the better the end no, of no, that no. deal? Right, right, yeah. I think um, I like Lazard. Sedano? Um, Initial thoughts. Lazard, thought. Jacobs. I, mm, I, I, it's a number one running back and a number one receiver. Yeah, I, I would say whoever got Lazard won. Okay, so here's the story. I traded Lazard for Josh Jacobs, but I have no running backs at all. I am. Okay. Star I started Rex Burkhead last week. I mean, I mm. have nothing. Yikes, so you do have nothing. For me... The fact that uh, Drake London has come on, and I took him late in the draft, it gave me the ability to trade Lazard without hurting my receiver core. So that's why it was kind of a need-for-need need trade. He needed a receiver. I needed a running back. Yeah, I but Josh I, Jacobs has done nothing, yeah, right? I know, well, Lazard's gets, only got one he TD. He still gets the bulk yeah, of the Yeah, but he just, he's only played one game, right? Like, he, didn't no, he, he actually he has, start? He, actually he didn't has play touch, the opener. He has touchdown yeah. passes in back-to-back -back weeks. Okay. So yeah, we'll see what so happens. All right, boys, show is all yours. Have fun. That's it. See 412, ya. you're done. Uh, let me uh, read. It's actually 413. Bonus yeah. minute today, Cappy. Uh, <laughs> hey, Super Cross Talk brought to you by Coors Light, keeping Southern California chill all season long. Coming up next for you, lots of stupidity with Shadano and Cappy. Then we're back tomorrow at 1. Mason, Ireland, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Bing, ba, ba, da, boom. Boom. Ding, ba, da, da, ding. Travis is joining us. I heard him say he would be. 
I mean, I think it's hilarious. I just was curious. I, I want to know, like, how mortified he was during it. Like, that's really what I want. I want to interview. As much as I'm interested in having Will Smith on of the Dodgers, who's supposed to join us here in, like, the next 15 or 20 minutes or so, I, I really want to talk. And we're going to have Fat Jack on, and he's on a roll. He, I mean, this dude is, like, on a heater still uh, when it comes to picking games. But Travis Rogers to me, and no disrespect to Balake as well, Blake Harris will join us at 545. We got a lot of good guests today, yeah. Cappy, but yeah. I, Travis is the one I'm most interested in. I know. Well, it's funny because I, I, yes, I did host the Jim Rome show today, and I got into my car, which was probably at about, I'm going to take a guess, maybe like quarter after 12 this and, afternoon. And, and by the way, the irony is you were doing the Jim Rome show, and then Travis, who was once, uh, you know, Jim's greatest producer, right? That's right. Uh, that's right. Was also, is the person you were listening to. And I, I, right, I, right away I tune in to Travis and Slee, and they are talking about how Travis made an absolute mess of this interview. And I didn't hear what happened. I only heard the aftermath where he was trying to figure out what a fool he had made of himself, which I thought was very funny. Mm -hmm. I love self-deprecation. Mm -hmm. And uh, it wasn't until about 30 minutes ago or so that Lindsay sent it to me. And I actually thought maybe I shouldn't listen to it. Maybe I should just get my natural reaction. But I couldn't help it. You know, I just couldn't right. take it. I had to listen to it myself. What a disaster that was. Yeah. But I, I love it. I think yeah, it's me a good too. disaster. I'm, I'm all in. Yeah. I'm in for disasters. So we'll talk to Travis uh, in a little bit. Linz, what's the deal with Will Smith? Is he going to join us at 430? Yeah. He, they said he's going to call at 430. Okay, he had cool. his uh, pregame meeting with the, the pitcher. Okay, but so we'll, uh, let's make sure we break a little early, Cappy, so that way we okay. have play, just in case he calls a little early or mm -hmm. something. Uh, so I'm in New York, as uh, you heard Chris mention, and we mentioned during Crosstalk. So yesterday, I'm out uh, after our dinner, our family dinner. I went out with Richard Jefferson to have drinks, just like him and like some of his NBA buddies, right? Like and who? Just no one you would know. Just guys, like one guy, you know, it's a guy who was a coach now, and like, you just wouldn't know. Oh, I thought when you said his NBA buddies, I thought you were talking about like players, but go ahead. Right. I mean, they were players at one point, but they're coaching people. They're coached now. Okay. So they uh, were out having drinks at some, like, random Irish pub here in New York City. And it's late, you know, but we're having a great time. We're laughing. We're yakking it up. You know, we're, we're having a few cocktails or whatever. And we're, uh, you know, we're closing the place down, basically. We're going to walk back to the hotel. But I noticed that there's this, like, group of, I want to say, like, probably like 20-something-year-olds mm -hmm. in the booth next to us. And earlier in the night, they had asked me, could I take a picture for them? And I said, yeah, yeah, no problem. So I took a picture for them, and I gave back their phones. But so we're kind of like maybe the last 30 minutes or so we're there. And it's our booth, it's their booth, and maybe like another couple people hanging out at the bar, at the actual bar. And I look over as we're kind of just talking about everything. We're watching stuff on TV and talking about like Aaron Judge. We talked about the guy dropping the ball. Like we're talking basketball. We're talking about a million things. And I look over. And I start nudging everyone little by little. I was like, look at these people next to us. A group of eight 20-something-year-olds, Cappy. And maybe I'm old now, okay? But all of them buried in their phones. No one person there having an actual conversation. I'm like, how does that even happen? Why go to the bar? <laughs> so you're telling me that eight people are all sitting together. Yeah. And nobody is looking at each other. Nobody is having dialogue of any sort no. every person no. is on their phone buried in their heads in their phone and typing you, away at something do you think or that they were all something. texting each other no no or reading something I, I don't think they were texting each other that would be even more ridiculous actually mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so you think this is a problem do you well it just seems weird like should, isn't going out to like a bar or a restaurant uh, like a social thing yeah it is it is but you know what you know what the problem is george 
Yeah. Is that so much of uh, our, and I say our, not just younger people, but our social engagement now is kind of related to our phones. Like, I, I admit this. You ready? Yeah. I'm addicted to my phone. Okay, but if you went out with a bunch of people who you don't really go out with very often, mm-hmm. okay, and that's in our case, um, maybe they're just friends and they're with each other all the time, but, like, we were, n- nobody ever really looked at their phone, like, when we were chatting. But I'll ask you this. If you're just out with, like, your friends, let's say people you go to dinner with all the time, are you on mm-hmm. your phone a lot? Um, I try not to be. But so, yeah, the answer is yes. Is what I saying. think I'm on it more than I should be, and I think I get criticized a lot for that. Rachel criticizes. Oh, in a big way. Like the other night when we were at this concert, I was shooting videos, and then I was posting them on Twitter. Right. And she actually said to this other couple that was sitting next to us, she's like, hey, it's so much fun being with you guys and watching Scott work on his phone. And I was like, oh, man. I mean, really? she's not wrong. And so but then I why put my. Do you, why do you feel the need to like? First of all, you can't really see the stuff that you're posting. Like it's so far away, uh, and and it's closer to you in real life than it is what it, what you're seeing through the lens of the of the of the camera phone. And then, like even the audio isn't anywhere near as good. The acoustic, you know, isn't as good when you see it through a video. Like I, I, I don't her. know. I don't like, know the just answer. Take it in. Yeah, I don't know the answer to the question just, that you're take, asking, which is why do you why do you think you need to post this stuff? Like anybody cares what you're posting. Yeah, like when I, I post, like a picture, but not, like the video, I I I've done that in the past, and I've found to be like, you know what, the the video doesn't do it any justice, so I'm not I'm just not going to do that anymore. Do you ever have dinner with your wife, just the two of you, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden she needs to pick up her phone for some reason? Mm-hmm. And then once she gets on her phone, then you pick up your phone, and now you're the couple sitting in the restaurant, and people are starting to look at you like, look at those two. They're both on their phone. Think they're texting each other? I mean, it might have happened, but I, it doesn't happen all that often. You know what I mean? Like, first of all, we don't go out to dinner that often by ourselves anymore. We have two small children. But the, um, um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure it does happen. But I, I, I just think that when you're out in a group setting at a bar, that just felt odd to me. With these people, and they're in their twenties. Right, let me ask the young people. Forget about you and me. We're old, fo- old fogies and old farts. But Lindsay and Laura, uh, Lindsay, we'll start with you. You go out with your friends to a bar. Are you going to be on your phone the whole time? No, I mean I try and be present in the moment. The only time I really use my phone when I'm out is like if my friends like in the bathroom and I'm like chilling for them, waiting for them to get back by myself. You know, like to pass time or to like not, you know. I'm I'm not sitting on my phone. I would rather I'm there with my friends. So that's what I'm talking to. Laura? Uh, no, definitely not. I mean, that's the whole point of hanging out with your friends, right? Is to be present. So there's no need for the phone. Yeah, I don't get... And there's eight people there. Like, not one person there could have had a conversation with another person. It was just very strange. That's weird. You know what really upsets me is on Sunday mornings, my phone will um, will send a message. And it'll say, hey, your screen time this week oh, was up yeah. 8%, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, man. How many you, hours a week? How, I don't know because I don't know how to find it, so I'm oh, sure yeah. you'll be able to tell me. Yeah, I'll tell you. Give me a second. I, I don't know exactly where to find it, but it's got to be in your settings somewhere. It's under your settings. It's like oh, the yeah, fifth there it is. thing. Just go, go to your settings, and yeah. right on the second group of uh, stuff under your settings, mm-hmm. you'll see screen, screen time. time. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what's your daily average of screen time? What's yours? I'm embarrassed to tell you this. Go ahead. This is daily average. Yeah. Daily average of phone screen time. Yeah. If you have a nine to five job, yeah. you work 40 hours a week, yeah. you work eight hours a day. Yeah. 
How much? My my daily average screen time right now? Yeah. Eight hours and ten minutes. Get the bleep out of here. Mine's more than that. Oh, <laughs> good. Mine is 532. 532. That's fantastic here, compared I'll text to my it to you in our chat. Here. But then again, I use my phone for work, so I do too. Like, yeah, but I use it to like connect well, you actually, on the comments. Yeah, yeah, yours is a little different, I would guess. That's true too. Laura, what are you? What is your screen time? Um, the last time, because you know how I give no, you no, no. Look at it right now, girl. Ay, ay, ay. Okay, they have my. We want an updated. Mm, should I even say? Happy eight hours, bro. Well, wait a second. Don't don't criticize me yet. Hold on. Until we hear Laura? Yeah. I don't yeah. want to say. Yeah, <laughs> tell me, Laura. Your girl washed her hair. <laughs> oh, jeez. What is it? Be quiet, Adam. <laughs> it's 837. Yes. Wow. And yes. Lindsay's is 10 hours and 22 minutes. In my defense, I do use this for work. Oh, so give me I. a break. <laughs> give me a break. I, when I go out with my friends, I want to be present. Oh, yeah. I am present. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. So I have by far the lowest amount of screen time in this group. Pretty impressive, George. Well, I've always told you. I can you use your my, iPad I, a lot, though. That's true. <laughs> tell him, Lynn, because me? when he yeah. texts us now, it says right. his yeah, email we, address. We when he tells us he's got four himself, hours on his yeah. iPad. No, no, you know? no, it's, no, because they're all connected now, so it always says, I'll, I'll text mm-hmm. you right now. And, and what is? tell me where it says. Hold on. Watch. I'll just text now. Text, like, here. I'll just write the word text. Does okay. it say from my iPad? Yeah. No, it's yeah, from my phone. It says, it says your, your email. iCloud email. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, that's that's my phone. So, it see, it's not my iPad. They're just all connected, so that's probably where it comes from. Hmm. Wow, Laura, come on, girl. Really? Eight hours and 30 minutes a day? You know what I think is going to happen? It's because I did my live yesterday. Okay, oh, that's let's what talk about be. this more with Will Smith of the Dodgers, and we'll talk some Dodgers with him as well. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Thank you, Christopher. Great song, super fun. Even today, still like kind of good song. Oh, uh, dude, I know exactly where I was in 1984 when I was rocking out to this. I, I was only seven, bro, so I don't know what to tell you on that. But well, um, I was 14. Good for you, rocking out though. Uh, it is National Coffee Day and Starbucks Day. I had both, even though I'm not a big coffee mm-hmm. drinker, but because I was out in New York, um, not in LA, for business and. Business ended up becoming a uh, 3 a.m. night at an Irish pub. But anyway, uh, so that's the story about those people in the booth next to me. Now, Will Smith of the Dodgers joins us here. Now, Will, first of all, thank you so much for joining us. I got a lot of questions, and and we also want to help you in a, in a certain way. Um, we're big fans of yours, which is why we requested to have you on. And we will talk baseball with you. But I got a couple of questions because we're old. We're me, you know, I'm 45. Cappy's 52. We're like old farts. But I want to ask you a question because I was out yesterday. Uh, I'm in New York, and a, a couple of friends and I went out to have drinks. 
and we were at a bar, an Irish pub. And in the booth next to us, there were eight young people, like probably in their 20s like you. And, you know, my buddies and I, we're sitting there, we're chatting, we're having fun, we're watching some stuff on, on the TV and talking about it or whatever, and nobody's on their phone. Meanwhile, I look over at the booth next to us, all eight people, Will, on their phones, not even one person having a conversation with each other. What is what is your situation like on the road, whether it's with your friends or your family or the guys, when you guys are out to dinner, who's like the worst phone person when you're out? What's up, guys? Uh, doing, yeah. Man? What a starting question. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I try to stay off my phone at dinner, I guess. But, good for uh, you. Yeah, I mean, we have team dinners and stuff, and, you know, most guys are pretty good. We're, you know, conversing, eating, whatever, and having a good time. So, I don't know. We're pretty good about it, I guess, when we go do out. You, do you know what your daily average is on your phone in terms of screen time? Yeah, are you alone a lot? Like, you're checking your stats and stuff, and, like, you know, are you, you're using stuff on your phone or what? Uh, I think it varies, honestly. You know, when I got downtime, I'm on Twitter or whatever, Instagram, whatever. Um just wasting time or playing games or whatever uh i don't know maybe an hour or two a day just yeah well, dude, dude, awesome. depends, twitter, i guess really yeah instagram i get like twitter i i have spent less and less time on twitter there is not a lot of productive stuff going on on twitter i feel like yeah not at all boy under two hours a day though <laughs> under two hours a day is phenomenal i just came dude, up with my you. eight hours and 11 minutes a day will eight eleven. yeah bro wow You're crazy. that's a lot yeah i couldn't look at my phone that long yeah, I mean, well, you've got stuff to do, you know what I mean? So, like, you know, you're catching yep. balls, you're hitting home runs, like, you're awesome. So um, so we wanted to ask you a question because, um, as we mentioned, you know, we, we're big fans of yours. And I said, you know, when you look at this Dodgers team, there should really be a discussion of a big four, right? Where, you know, it, it, you know obviously everyone talks about Mookie because he's incredible and Freddie Freeman because he's incredible. Um, and, and, you know, there's, there's other guys obviously here on this roster that are incredible, but you to me are also part of that group of like the core guys who are some of the best hitters in the sport, particularly at their position. And I feel like you don't get enough pub and I'm not trying to disrespect the fam, the Smith family name, but I feel like it's because Will Smith is like a common name. So we want to help you like brand out. Can we help you be your brand ambassadors? I don't know. I kind of like being low-key under the radar and all that. So, I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know, George. Maybe the answer what, is what, no. What do you all got? What do you all got? Well, that your was, middle name is cool. Your middle name, like, Dills, do you like yep, your middle name? Family name. Yep. Yeah, that is. Family name. So, is, it a, is it a last name of somebody somewhere? Because it's an unusual name, Dills. Yeah, it was uh, my... My dad, on my dad's side, my grandma, uh, her okay. family name, her maiden name. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, because we were like, yo, get that middle name in there. Like, you know, Will D. Smith or <laughs> Will Dill Smith. And then everybody can be like, that. they know who you are then. Because there's even the other dude with the Braves, the relief pitcher, who's also Will Smith. So I'm like, we want to we make sure everybody knows what a badass you are at, at what you do. <laughs> I appreciate it, guys. I don't know. I'm... I don't know. I'll just stick to Will Will Smith. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair enough. We tried to sell you. It didn't work. Uh, all right. Let me. Well, this, is, this by the way, this is all Dave Roberts' fault. Just so you know, Will, because he's oh, the one it? that's yeah. Because he's the one. He said, "Look, he goes, you've got Mookie, Freddie, and Trey, and everybody calls him right. a big three. Yeah. But Will Smith should be in that conversation. There should be a big four. And we said, yeah, probably should be. What's the issue? Could be not just the regular last name, but maybe it's just you know because you're pretty early into your big league career, right? 
Yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah, I don't know. We got, we got you know, a solid one through nine. You look at Justin Turner, Max Muncy, um, all those guys. Cody Bellinger won an MVP. I mean, it's it's a star-studded lineup, and, uh, you know, I'm fine right, right, right where I'm at. So, Will Smith of the Dodgers with us here. Now, Will, let me ask you uh, – Look, you're obviously still young. You're only 27 years old. You've been with this team for a number of years. This team, you know, we can look at it because this, you know, we chronicle you guys for a living, right? Like, that's part of what we do. We watch your games. We talk about it. You guys have been, uh, you know, arguably the best team in baseball for a decade, um, and you've been there for, you know, the last several years. Uh, You know, how much do you balance, you know, yourself and maybe your teammates in regards to kind of living in the moment, like when you win the division, you guys celebrate, and understanding there's still a task at hand. Yeah, you know, I think I think we do a really good job going, you know, day by day, focusing on winning, on winning the game that day. You know, whoever we're playing, you know, however meaningful that game is, uh, we just focus on that. Um, and I think guys do a really good job staying focused um, at that task. Um, you know, I think that, Serves us really well throughout the uh, the regular season, and then once you know the postseason comes, uh, games are more meaningful, you know, more intense, um, all of that. Uh, you know, we just kind of stick. We've been doing it the whole year, and you know, I think that's why we why we do pretty well in the postseason, and uh, why we succeed and win. You know, 106 last year, 107 so far this year, maybe more. Um, and I think that's what we do a really good job at. Yeah, you talk about intensity, Will. I mean, these last two nights where San Diego gets the walk-off win in the 10th, and then uh, last night you get the win, also in extra innings, a one nothing shutout. I mean, these have been, at least these last couple of nights, the vibe, the sound, the feel, it has been total playoff intensity. What's it like from your perspective? Yeah, I mean, these are these are intense games. You know, they're Padres are still trying to make the playoffs, and, you know, we're trying to do everything to ruin that for them. So it's, you know, two good teams going at it, and uh, – you know, it's it's fun. It's fun games. It's it's getting us ready for the postseason. And uh, you know, looking ahead, it'll it's only making us better uh, when those games come. Well, you know, you're you're still a relatively young guy. Um, in that locker or in that clubhouse, pardon me. In that clubhouse, like who was the guy when you first kind of came aboard? Was was someone who who kind of helped kind of bring you along a little bit? Was there a guy that you leaned on? Yeah, I mean, I I still lean on. You know, I think a guy's like. Justin Turner you know he's been here my whole career and then you know I even knew him in the minor leagues a little bit before I uh, got called up and you know he's been a big help to me whether it's you know baseball stuff non-baseball stuff but you know just talking to him about hitting about game situations approaches all that Um, he's probably been the one guy that you know consistently has been there uh, you know helping me out in the last three four years okay now Mm -hmm. real quick I saw that Justin mentioned that uh, fantasy football takes over your clubhouse on Sundays. <laughs> yep. How how deep is this this fantasy football in the clubhouse? Yeah, it's it's intense. You know, guys are you know talking talking smack to each other. Uh, you know, rooting for teams, rooting for players. Uh, it's it's fun to you know be around it. I'm I'm not in that league, but uh, you know I'm in some other leagues. So it's it's a fun atmosphere on Sundays, and you know throughout the whole week listen to guys you know trades and all that stuff who, who's so the biggest fun. smack talker though who's the biggest smack talker in there as you're as you're observing uh probably barnes, <laughs> probably barnes. <laughs> talking crap guys are always going at him too so that's awesome i love how baseball players just go crazy for fantasy football 
Hey, Will, I'm curious. You're from Louisville, Kentucky, right? Uh-huh, yep. You, uh, you into horse racing at all? A little bit, yeah. We'd always go to, you know, Churchill Downs and stuff and, and bet on the ponies. You ever come out to Santa Anita? I haven't, no. I haven't made it out to here or Del Mar or anywhere like that yet. Oh, we got to get you there, dude. Dude, you have no idea. I've got to get you out there, man. That this guy, no I joke, know. Will. He, this guy's like the mayor of Del Mar. I'm not even joking. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, okay, dude. I love horse racing. I got into it like 20 years ago and uh, started using other people's money to buy horses, which some of yours would be very helpful, by the way. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, that's what it is. See, I knew you had an ulterior you motive. You talked to Bueller about that. Give you cash. That's what Bueller's it is. to it. Oh, really? He likes it? Yep. Walker likes it, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's He does that whole, you know, 0.1% ownership of some horses and all oh that yeah stuff. oh yeah well, i got a little bit of a different model that i think you might really like but nonetheless um I, but the reason i ask about louisville and and obviously people think you know louisville they think churchill downs they think horse racing i'm curious are you um because you're a football fan are you possibly a Bengals fan no i i you know little is kind of the it's more of a college sports you know you got the yeah. uk u of l rivalry yeah and so and there's not you know there's not a pro team. It's the Bengals close, Titans close, the Colts close. But no, I never really I never really picked a team. So I just kind of you know enjoy watching. All right. It's funny. I actually went to Kentucky. I took the kids for the first time because I have a friend who lives in Lexington uh, who I grew up with. He he is in the hotel industry. And dude, we mm-hmm. had a blast. Like I literally Cap made fun of me because I came on and he thought I was like a part of the Chamber of Commerce of Kentucky because <laughs> we we went to Louisville. We did like my wife and I did a bunch of the distilleries. We did the Mictors Distillery down there. Mm-hmm. I took the kids to the Louisville Slugger Museum across the street, and then we went down to Lexington and did Buffalo Trace and a bunch of these places. I loved that part of the country. I'd never really spent a lot of time there. We spent a week there. We had a blast, man. Oh yeah, it's it's you know it's beautiful. It's fun. The you know, the college games are fun. The brewery or the uh, distilleries are awesome. So there's you know there's a lot of good stuff to do there. All right, now here's the deal. Your your manager has doubled down on um, his early season uh, prediction of we're going to kick ass and we're going to win the World Series. How do the guys feel about that? Like when you hear that from from the skipper, right? Like that's got to be fun to to hear. And and I don't know about motivational, but just cool that he's got that much trust in you, right? Yeah, I mean that's. You know, that's the one lone goal this year, and that's what we're all working towards. So, yeah, he, he puts it out there, but, you know, we all believe it, and we all, you know, we're working at that every day. When you look around the rest of the National League, though, I'm just curious because I, I like to hear all these talking heads, you know, break it all down, but from somebody on the inside, you guys are having this monster season. Who in the National League do you look at as the biggest threat to you guys? I... Honestly, I I don't know. Um, you know, I think any of the teams that are, you know, in the postseason, and the Mets, the Braves, and then, you know, the Padres, Cardinals, and uh, the uh, Phillies, you know, they're all good teams. Um, and then the AL as well. So, I mean, yeah, if we, if we play good baseball, we should take care of business. Um, but, you know, that's why we play the games. You know, we're not scared of that. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it should be a fun postseason, and, you know, we're, we're going to be pretty confident going into it. Well, Will Smith, keep doing what you're doing, man. You're you guys are a blast to watch. It really is the uh, most fu- I, look, man. I just think you guys are really likable. You're as fun a team as I've ever seen, uh, and I'm 45 years old. I watch you guys every night just because it's a blast, and you you guys are awesome to watch, and and just really really good team, man. So thank you for putting up with our nonsense, yeah, really. uh, and our and our <laughs> silliness, and thanks for joining us, and best of luck to you, man. Yeah, appreciate it, guys. All right, take care. All right, good luck tonight. Yeah. Um, all right, 
Fat Jack is going to join us. We're going to talk gambling. He's on a heater. We'll talk to him in two minutes. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. It's a hard night life for us. Thanks to Will Smith for joining us there. He didn't want any part of our shenanigans, Cappy, but he was okay talking baseball with us, obviously. Well, yeah, I think that uh, the notion of working with him as marketing consultants and brand ambassadors, he's like, yeah, guys, I'm happy being, like, low-key and just playing baseball and winning yeah. and having a good time doing that. I don't really I know need to watch commercials and stuff. Yeah, what was it? They, he doesn't want to give you guys a cut. So now he's going to take it and be like, yo, I got the best idea possible. Yeah, there's that. And here's the thing. we are, Lindsay, you got to keep trying Dodger players until we find our guy. That's what right. we're going to do. And it, look, athletes are trained to to just not to want to be low key. I get it. Um, so, like, they've got good media training. So we got to find our guy. I feel like Justin Turner could be our guy. Because he's Love also Justin a te- Turner. Yeah. tequila mandala guy. He's also a tequila mandala guy. So I think that we can. DTF. We, Let's try let's try Justin Turner next, Lindsay, because I feel like he could be our guy. He likes do you know talking trash, fantasy football, like he's telling the media about their fantasy football league. I think Justin could be our guy. And maybe we Walker can... Bueller could be Cappy's guy for the horse. Oh, I need Walker Bueller yeah. in my horse racing yeah. group. No question about it. We there should try go. and like butter him up by sending him some tequila mandala first. That's true. Good point. You know? Um, might break the ice a little. Yeah. So we'll uh w- thank you to Will Smith. Um, he did put up with our shenanigans, and we eventually got to baseball with him. And, uh, you know, he was good on that stuff. Obviously. I got to get him out to Santa Anita. I got a horse yeah, running it. on Saturday called Let's Bowl of Cherries. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a break horse on Saturday. I got to get him out there. There you go. All right, Fat Jack, who uh, won with your last horse racing tip a couple of weeks ago, joins us here. FatJackSports.com is where you find his work. Follow him on Twitter, at FatJackSports. The man is on a heater right now. Even our audience is tweeting at us going like, yo, when is Fat Jack coming on? We need to know how to win again. Um, Jack, how you been, man? Yeah, I've, I've been really good. The start of the season has been really, really strong. We just had one winning day after another, and then I got a little bit cocky. Because Saturday, and by the way, every result is posted and documented at FatJackSports.com. You don't have to take my word for any of it. They're all posted there. So people could go look at the results. But I, I won a week ago Monday, won a week ago Thursday. I'm freaking Kenny Rogers, 4-0 through midday on Saturday. And then I dropped a couple Saturday. And Sunday was our first losing day. And I always like to tell, talk to you about this because we don't have a lot of losing days. But when we do, it's important to point that out. Nobody wins every day. Nobody wins every game. And Sunday was our first losing of Saturday, Sunday, literally since early August. So a really, really nice start to the season. Uh, Saturday was Louisville. We had Texas Tech. We had Minnesota. We had UCLA. Um, Huge, easy winners. And then Sunday we had Houston. Got a little bit unlucky uh, with a push. We lost a couple of totals uh, on Sunday. But, by the way, we won again Monday. 
We're two and zero this week in basketball. I've got Tampa Bay going right now in basketball, and then a play tonight. So I like to tell the truth, whether it's good or bad, so that people understand you're getting my games I'm personally playing, and then they're posted and documented on the website after I text an email to you. So transparency is key to uh, you know gaining trust of people for sure in this business full of you know basic crooks. Um, and I've been doing this 27 years the same way, so I always like to point out whenever we have a bad day. But don't miss the big picture. We won again last week. Well, $100 players up almost $3,000 since August. Really, really strong start to the year, and a bunch of plays going this weekend. Hey, Fat Jack, um, I see your social media. You seem to be sitting in a sports book. Do you play from a sports book somewhere? I, it just depends. I, right now, I'm in my. I have a condo in, in Las Vegas. So I'm in the condo doing radio. When I'm done, I, I may wander down the sports book. I'm getting on a red eye to New York tonight. I'm getting on another red eye tomorrow to London. I'll be in London doing the NFL games uh, for Beat the Odds TV and for a lot of the radio stations around the country. So I'll be in London uh, about 10 days uh, coming up here starting next week. But I, I do wander into the casinos. I spread out my best. The key to being, if you're going to beat the house and going to beat the casino, you really don't want them to know as little about you as possible. So you spread out your bets. You don't bet with one place. And then every once in a while, you go down and mingle with the people and just sit there and watch the game. So if you saw, saw me from a sports book, that's what I was doing. Gotcha. Fat Jack with us here. Check him out at FatJackSports.com on Twitter at FatJackSports. So, Jack, what do you like uh, in college football this week? I, you know, College football has been killing the general public. We've talked about that, and last week was no exception. Teams like Georgia, Michigan, Clemson, Penn State, Pittsburgh, Oklahoma, and USC, none of them covered. And the teams that are 4-0 against the spread, Arkansas State, Minnesota, Oregon State, South Alabama, it looks like a you know a, a, a early December bowl schedule, basically. So I, I think this week we're going to have some easy ones. I've been really good at kind of finding those. I had Louisville last week. They won by 100 and it was not close. So I have some of those type games I think are going to be pretty easy. And then some other games where I don't think one team's been tested. So look at Oklahoma State, Baylor in college football. Baylor, a two-and-a-half, two-point favorite. It's a little bit like Oklahoma and Kansas State. One team had been tested. We knew getting from them. And the other team, the Sooners, we didn't on either side of the ball. They had a horrible transfer portal that went through, as you guys have talked about with Lincoln Riley and a lot of their stars going to USC. So we didn't know what they were. So I liked Kansas State last week. Although I will tell you, Adrian Martinez basically was like one of those moms that the car flips over onto their child and they have that superhuman strength to pick up the car off their baby to save the day in that one-time strength. That's what Adrian Martinez was. I don't know what kid was out there playing quarterback for Kansas State, but he's not the same kid we've seen at Nebraska. But they were what – and I think Baylor is the same type of deal. Battle-tested against BYU – Went up and beat uh, Iowa State, and I think they take care of OSU on, on Saturday at home. Another one I do, I'm going back to the Louisville bandwagon. They're playing BC. BC can't score. Uh, five of the last six of the series have gone over the total, and most of that's been from Louisville. Their quarterback's the real deal. When they score 30 points, Satterfield is a, 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 covers about 90% of the time. If they get to 30, I think they get 30 in that one. So I like Louisville as well. Hey, Fat Jack, you mentioned UCLA, and I don't know if you're going to play this game or not, but I see Washington and UCLA on Friday night with Washington a two-and-a-half-point favorite. I don't know if I should be buying UCLA at 4-0 because I don't think their schedule's been that hard, and they did struggle against a, a team from a much lower division. What, what do you make of this game? Yeah, I've been really dialed into them. I released South Alabama against them to all the clients, and then I had them last week when they won easily going away. 
I actually like Washington here. It, it's just an opinion, which is a half-rated play if you go look at how we rate things in selections and opinions. But I do think Washington is much more balanced defensively. They are going to uh, put put up a test for UCLA's offense, and that's kind of how they're getting it done. When they play inferior defenses, UCLA scoring a bunch of points. When they play a pretty good defense, they're struggling a little bit. Washington 5-0 and uh, to the under their last five on the road. So they've been holding teams down, and they have been getting it done. Um, UCLA's been good at home. Um, and so I, I do think it, you know, it's tougher to play there. But I, I, on a Friday night, especially crazy things happen. And I actually lean toward Washington minus the points in the game. And uh, Fat Jack with us here again, fatjacksports.com. Follow him on Twitter at Fat Jack Sports. What about the National Football League, pal? I'll tell you, it's an interesting card. Um, I'll be in London uh, for Sunday's early game. And I, I think this one, and I know that Jameis Winston was set out of practice again. But these are two teams, I think after the game, if people dig into this a little bit, they're going to see two teams that have totally different approaches, and one of them is right, one of them is wrong. Minnesota hasn't even left America yet. They're still in Minnesota. They're taking the red eye tonight. Then they're going to get over there on Friday and try to not get acclimated, and this is coming from their upper management, not get acclimated to London time and because they have a big game coming up next weekend. New Orleans has been in, in uh, London for a couple of days now, and anybody ever taken that red eye, it is not easy to get acclimated, which you really need to do if you're going to play football, because another way of putting that, Minnesota is going to play at 8 o'clock in the morning in Minneapolis. Uh, and so it's going to be an early game. I think, although underdogs have done really good when they go to London outside of Jacksonville, favorites, excuse me, favorites have done really good outside of Jacksonville, 18-3 and 1 straight up, 15-7 and seven against the spread. Favorites are uh, ex- excluding Jacksonville. I think the dog is the right side here. I think that Winston will probably play. They're gonna, they, they are much better prepared for this one game where Minnesota, uh, uh, they seem to be looking at this like a chore. And so I, I, like, I like New Orleans over there. Uh, a couple other I think are going to be pretty easy. Arizona is going to Carolina. Uh, Carolina is really predictable under Matt Rule. When they hold teams to under 16 points, he is 10-0 and against the spread. When he allow, they allow over 16 points, Matt Rule's Carolina Panthers are 1-24 and 24 against the spread. So they do not cover when they give up points. Arizona, by the way, 9-2 and two against the spread. They're last down on the road. Now, I will admit that Arizona is a little bit like that dysfunctional girlfriend that I may or may not have or have had. I've been married 30 <laughs> years now. Or I can, I, she's so pretty, I can't get rid of her, but she really breaks my heart half the time. That's kind of what Arizona is. I don't think they're going to – you know, Super Bowl's a long way off at this point, but there are going to be spots. And they play better outside the state of Arizona than they do in. I'll take the Cardinals going on the road to Carolina. Hey, Jack, before you leave, we've got about 30 seconds to go here. You got an opinion on tonight's game? Yeah, I actually, Cincinnati is the right side um, statistically. Like teams that cover as an underdog on Sunday at home and then they have to turn around on Thursday and play, they are not very good. They're 5-15 and 15 against the spread. Also, 3-0 and 0 teams against the number. They only cover 40% of the time in week four. Miami's one of those three teams that's 3-0 and 0 against the spread so far. Detroit, Miami, Atlanta. Look for at least two of those not to cover. The value's gone with Miami, so I just put it as an extra play. But Cincinnati's the right side of the game. I go ahead and lay the three and a half to four. Fatjacksports.com is where you find this man's information. And, of course, follow him on Twitter at Fatjacksports. Jack, tell him what they'll find there. Yeah, it's all text to your cell phone or email to you. It's very hassle-free. Nobody calls you back. 
The price is only determined by how long you sign up. It's less than $100 a week for long-term packages. 100 players up over $3,000 so far. We're having a great year. And I will tell you when we have a bad day and a bad week because I'm 100% transparent about this stuff. Playing the games myself, and I pass those along. Go to FatJackSports.com. Get signed up today and win this weekend. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Talk to you next week. All right. Have a great week. I'll talk to you from uh, London next week. Have a good week. Good luck, brother. Take care. Right on. There's Fat Jack, FatJackSports.com. Follow him on Twitter, at FatJackSports. Coming up next, Cappy. Oh, boy. Laker fans, some of you have heard. If you haven't, brace yourself. That's all I'll say. We'll be back in two minutes.